Blog Talk Radio. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Hello and welcome to the Prophecy Zone. This is Phil Armstrong, and tonight we're going to look at Bible prophecy. I hope everybody is having a nice afternoon or night uh, on the Pacific uh, Northwest. It's uh, 11 o'clock, pretty late for me to do a show. Uh, on the East Coast, y'all probably sleep. There's probably some midnight crawlers. I will not be taking calls tonight, but... Uh, you're welcome to listen, sit back, and grab your coffee and enjoy the study. Um, this is a study uh, slash uh, information uh, as far as the current events is concerned. Uh, I wanted to uh, look at um, not necessarily current events that's going on now, but just take a look at uh, what is going on in relevance to Christ's coming and how late we are on God's schedule. Now, there comes a time where people will uh, mock you and say that uh, Jesus was always uh, supposed to come, but he did not come. Uh, and um, in Second Peter three, it gives that illustration when they are called scoffers. Scoffers. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take a break, y'all. I- I'll be right back uh, to find a commercial. Um, I'll be right back. Romans six twenty three says. For the wages of sin is death, but the gifts of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You're listening to the Prosperity Zone on Box Talk Radio. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. Enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Your end time watchman. 
bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory and when these things begin to come to pass then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. The Rockefeller Rockefeller Foundation predicts 13 dead at the London 2012 Olympics. What are they saying? A 2010 Rockefeller Foundation document entitled The Scenario for the Future of Technology and International Development outlines a scenario which results in the death of 13,000 during the 2012 Olympics. The first, um, excuse me, the first, um, Growing prediction began in 2012 when a pandemic of the world has been anticipated for years finally hits affecting nearly 20% of the world population and claiming 8 million lives. Due to the pandemic, the foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation outlines how the public will welcome a more authoritative government and a tighter control across all aspects of life, including biometric ID for all citizens. <clears throat> the 2000 Olympic bombing. In a document, the Rockefeller Foundation predicts that the decade of 2010 to 2020 will be the aimed the doom decade because of the wave of terrorism, natural disasters, as well as civil uprising and financial collapse. The year 2010 to 2020 were dubbed the doomed decade for good reasons. The 2012 Olympic bombings, which killed 13,000, was followed closely by earthquake in Indonesia, killing 40,000. Now, this is just, I guess, <laughs> uh, a forecast. I don't know if they're forecasting or what, but it's on the uh, Rockefeller Foundation, and you know the Rockefellers are pretty much high in the global list um, hierarchy. Now, in Ephesians chapter six, it talks to tells us God and God's word tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers in high places. We know that in Daniel, in the book of Daniel, it talks about uh, the prince of Persia, uh, and it talks about uh, Michael being delayed uh, fighting in heaven. And in the book of Revelation, it talks about 
worship and and the heavens, and Satan was cast down. Now, why does the Bible say we fight not against flesh and blood? That means we fight not against man. So your next-door neighbor is not who you're fighting with. You're supposed to be praying for your next-door neighbor. Your teacher who gave you that bad grade is not who you're supposed to be fighting against. Uh, You're supposed to be fighting against principalities. Now, only Christians believe this. Because by faith, we believe that there are spiritual realms and high places that we fight against. Now, most churches aren't telling their congregation that uh, there is a devil. Some people say he does not even exist. Um, And we have to, by faith, believe that he exists. And I know he exists. Trust me. I know. Uh, so, what are we looking at in this in this document? Uh, it's forecasting 2010 to 2020, which we know in the Bible it talks about a seven year tribulation period, which the Antichrist will rule on Earth, and after this, Jesus will set up a millennium kingdom. Uh, and uh, he would reign and rule on earth for a thousand years. Now, we know that President Bush Sr. talked about a new world order. We know that he talked about a thousand points of light. And when he was talking about a thousand points of light in one of his speeches, he was talking about a thousand year reign on earth for the new world order. Now, Adolf Hitler, who was sponsored by, believe it or not, the Bushes, Prescott Bush, um, believed in a thousand-year reign. So where did Adolf Hitler get that idea from? Now, the times of Jacob's trouble is coming. But I want to I focus first on the... Uh, people who run the world. Now, there are times when the uh, secret societies who really make policy and decisions, because the people that you see, the presidents and the prime ministers and the kings and queens are not making the policies. Satan is actually making the policies. Satan's no dummy. Satan makes policy. I repeat, Satan makes policy. Especially abortion policy. Especially genocide and all that other stuff. Yeah, he makes those policies. He makes the rules. He's the prince of the power of the air. Satan took dominion from Adam and Eve in the garden. So Satan is running the show down here. But he uses vehicles. He gets inside of vehicles and he uses vehicles and he pursues his goals through organizations, through um, the um, hierarchy, which you call at the top of the cap to the bottom. It's like drawing a pyramid. You draw a pyramid out and you have different brackets and different different levels. 
Uh, Satan controls those levels. He controls it all. He's at the top of the pyramid. Um, and when we talk on these radio shows about you, know, you look and listen to conspiratorial radio shows or you talk, listen to Bible teachers talk about the soon coming Antichrist, there's something behind the Antichrist. His name is Satan. But Satan uses vehicles. Remember in the Bible when Jesus was walking on water and after he got out the boat and they got they started to walk up to you know, to the city and this these beat these men came after him and these men were demonically influenced and there's a herd of pigs sitting at the side and the the uh demons begged Jesus to send them into the pigs and he did that and they went out and they died. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a break and I will be right back. I'm actually gonna play a show because I got some stuff I gotta take Love care of. I apologize. Enter the zone. The prophecy zone. Your end time watchman. Bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear. For looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. I could have just went ahead and paid the commercial instead of playing another part of the show. I thought I was going to be gone a little bit longer. <laughs> so, what I was talking about earlier <laughs> is that the Illuminati is the vehicle, the main vehicle um, that uh, Satan works through. Now, is the Illuminati the whole web of networks and, and um, committees and those men who go into chambers with nice smelling cigars and lager filled cologne and big wood and oak desk and plot out the fate of mankind or go to beautiful retreat hotels and plan out policy as a committee, as a huge committee. As a matter of fact, the Bilderbergers just did that. And by the way, they're going to expand the war in Syria. So, 
when they expand the war in Syria, what's going to happen after that? Now, folks, I'm going to level with y'all. I'm trying to do a show, and sometimes you get more enemies than you think. And what I mean by that is, like, I'm, I'm saying in this show right now that that a lot of times um, you're, you know, Satan works with people, um, and sometimes people that you even care about. Um, weird things happen when I try to do shows. People come alive. Things start happening. I don't have that type of house. I have a nice size house, but I don't have a type of house where I actually can go. It's kind of designed where it's hard. So you can hear almost every nook and cranny upstairs. And you try to do a show, man, and it's just like people come out of nowhere, out of the woodworks. And, it, and it, as soon as the lady says on Blog Talk Radio, three, two, one, people come alive. TVs go up. And where you, You're sitting there in the seat. And it's and it's real hard for you to have to get up and have to go from a show. Cause I don't have enough commercials to block that, and I have to run upstairs and do what I just did, and it just gets ridiculous. And and I'm folks, I'm telling you, I've been doing shows for almost three years, <laughs> and um, when I mean I'm tell I'm seriously, every single show is a challenge. And I'm not talking about Blog Talk Radio. That's a challenge by itself, just throwing Blog Talk Radio. I'm talking about family issues, dogs barking, telephones ringing. I mean, I'm talking about off the hook. And I got two toddlers, too. So then that makes it hard for me to even go because my wife, um, I take care of my kids for right now. And uh, my wife, you know, she's been working there for 15 years. So I got income. So I just take care of the kids. And uh, I, that's why I haven't been doing any shows lately. And now I'm starting to see the hard part of doing shows. It, it's, it's If you don't set a trend and you got late night wolves walking around, owls walking around trying to creep, because 16-year-olds creep through the night. And, and it gets hard to do a show. I'm not complaining anything. I'm just telling y'all that things happen when you're trying to do a show. I mean, you can say, okay, I'm not going to do a show. In the house, you can hear crickets in the house. Well, not in the house, but you know what I mean. You can hear crickets outside the house. But when you decide you want to do a show, if you're not prayed up, think people are going to start waking up, especially in the summertime, out of thin air, just to mess the show up. <laughs> it's like weird, man. I mean, I'm not. I guess I am complaining. It just gets on my nerves. So I have to really pray. That, you know, I can have. That's why I am decided to just do 30-minute shows. And I've even decided to tape my shows. Um, now, these three-hour, two-hour, two-hour shows is just like, uh, they're cool if you got if you got, if you you got got a guest. They're, they're fine if you got a guest. But if you don't have a guest, nobody wants to hear me rant. And I'm pretty sure I'm losing people right now. But when you when you when you're in the last days, you're going to get these challenges. You know, you're gonna get challenges. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so when when we look at the Word of God, we 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 see uh, 
that there is a um, conspiracy. There's a conspiracy to put Jesus under the knife and put him on the, you know, whatever the Roman uh, dictates of, of crucifixion, well, murder at that time or putting you to death at that time, rather, because murder would be a harsh word because they were criminals. So I guess I shouldn't say murder, but to put someone to death, they use crucifixion. And um, way before crucifixion became a, a uh, method of killing, the Bible had prophesied uh, that Jesus would go that way. So, but the Bible has prophesied that uh, in the last days there should come the man of sin, the Antichrist. And um, who puts him in charge um, is what I want to talk about. Um, but I want to talk about where he comes from. <clears throat> and this is not for people who are going to be raptured. This is not going to come be. This is not for pre-tribbers. This is not for. This is for. This is for people who are going to be here. Who, who wants to be here? That's another show by itself. This is for people who want to be here. People going to be here and uh, people who don't want to be here. Uh, that uh, the Antichrist is uh, going to be a great orator, speaker, great looking guy, and he's going to have all the answers for the world. My best guess. Being that the Bible called him the Assyrian in the book of Micah, and I think in the book of Isaiah, Ezekiel might have made a reference to him. I don't have the scriptures because I just, I don't even, um, I just want to go ahead and just push it out there. But um, in the book of Micah, it calls him the Assyrian. Um, um, So the Assyrian Empire was what? It was made up of Syria, of course, of Iraq. I think Lebanon, because Lebanon used to be part of Syria, and Iraq. <clears throat> but let's put it to our level right now. What's going on in the news to distinguish the fact that if Damascus is taken out and their leadership is taken out, the Assyrian will fit perfectly with Damascus leadership or new or new leadership in Syria, excuse me. So the new leadership in Syria, who will be the little horn, could fit well. See a lot of people are looking for, especially the people gonna be here, are looking for somebody to come out of where? Europe. I don't think he's coming out of Europe. Now, if you're worried about him being the emperor or placed in charge of the European Union, it might not be the European Union. It might come back from, um, people are going to be very surprised that the book of Daniel teaches that all the empires, all the empires must fit geographically as well as they they're looking for okay when you when you when you read 
Daniel chapter 7, Revelation chapter 13, and um, Daniel chapter 2, you notice that Babylon, Media Persia, Greece, they have to be a part of the geographics of the beast coming out of the sea. They have to be. He told he told Daniel, Daniel, I mean, Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar, you are that head of gold. You're going to be in the empire. So, folks, get your get your mind off the box. For those who are going to be raptured, you're going to find out in heaven. For those who are still here, you're going to find out that the uh, statue in Daniel chapter 2 was made up of, of east and west. Was made up of meteor Persia. Um, I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. Was made up of uh, at the at the bottom. Of course, you had the ten toes, which is the Roman Empire, and then you go up. You got the Roman Empire, which is two legs, which is Constantinople, and um, controlled out of the capitals of Constantinople and Rome. Uh, and then you go up, and then you have Greece, and then you go up, you have Media Persia, and you go up, you have Nebuchadnezzar. Now, when you read uh, Revelations, and you have the the lion, the bear, the, don't make them out of Russia and Germany. Come on, man. Are you serious? Now, am I being arrogant when I say that? No, but I'm, I know how the passage of Bible prophecy, but that's ridiculous. When you have somebody like Irvin Baxter, who I really like, talk about the the bear is the Russian bear and that just sounds ridiculous. Those were the people whoever he was talking about at the time, that's what he was talking about. And you can use you can you can go to Daniel chapter two to translate Daniel uh, Daniel chapter seven, which translates da- uh, Revelation chapter thirteen. And and so when you're looking at Daniel the beasts are going forward. When you're looking at Revelation, the beasts are going backwards. I think that's how it is. But um, when you read Daniel chapter 2, Babylon is, Babylon is in there. Media Persians is in there. Um, Greece is in there. They have to be geographic. You do it three times, it has to be geographically speaking. So you got you got Daniel chapter 2, Daniel chapter 7, Revelation chapter 13, all talking about the same territories. Then you got Daniel chapter 8, giving you the finality that Antiochus Epiphanes, who came from a split up of Alexander the Great's empire, has to be the mere effect of the Antichrist. Now, am I dogmatic? No. But Alexander's Great Empire has to be a part of the end-time empire. That's why Greece is having so many problems. Now, Greece might go over to the east wing. <coughs> you say, what? Greece might go over to the east wing. Or Greece may be the bridge. Now, with Greece producing Antichrist, I'm not dogmatic. I'm saying to y'all, watch Syria closely. If you're still here. If you're raptured, watch them. You're going to probably get a report from the, from the angels telling you what's going on down here anyway. 
You can laugh at that if you feel like it. I don't think it's so funny, especially in a few months. Now, when I say a few months, I can I mean 24 months or 36 months or four months. It looks like all everything's lining up for four months, but we've been here before. Am I scoffing? No. I want it to happen in four months. I think it's going to happen in four months. And I think what's going to happen is that we're going to find out that 2012 it was not the end of the world, according even to the Mayans. It was more like a transition point, a paradigm shift. I was I used to work for Job Corps. They sent me on a conference. And in that conference, I learned, I can remember one thing from that conference. Oh, actually, two things. I was scared to speak in public, which later I ended up speaking to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands, probably, of people. But um, and then also I learned the word paradigm shift. Paradigm shift is an immediate shift. It's like a car wreck. You're fine one minute, the next minute you you're you're not fine, or you know. A slip. You going out? Walk out the house, and then you slip and fall. You're fine one minute, and then you're not fine the next. A paradigm shift. Um, 2012ers. Excuse me. Hold on. Stand by. Yeah, 2012ers are looking for a shift to come. The New Agers are looking for a shift to come. The Globalists are looking for a shift to come. And Satan is planning a shift. Now, when is that shift going to happen? Are they going to capitalize on 2012, saying that the Antichrist saved the world from destruction? Now we must go on and and everybody must be you know part of the system and by the way your your consciousness says that you can be a god and you can be perfect and you can be and good and, and society can function because we are all gods and I am god I am the god and that's what uh, Jim Jones and all of these other David Koresh, all these other people were saying is that I can be God. I don't know if he's telling his people that they can be little gods because he showed they give them the Kool Aid and they drunk it. But a lot of people are drinking the Kool Aid in the churches today, and some of these um, Pentecostal churches are telling people that they can be gods. You can't be a god. I don't want to be your God. That's what the Charles Barkley said. I don't want to be your hero. I don't want to be my God or your God. I can't get myself out of a wet paper bag. There's going to be a lot of alcoholic gods walking around the triple A. And, you know, I'm sorry for being so. That's why I lose people. Because I, I, I get tired of people just saying, well, let's join and drink the Kool Aid because it sounds good. Itch my ears. Make me feel good. Well, 2012, 
are they going to capitalize? That is my question. Are they going to capitalize on 2012? Is 2012 going to be used symbolically? Is the Olympics going to open the Commander's box? There's going to be an event in the near future, if this is the year, that will open up the Pandora's box. And what I mean by open up the Pandora's box, every ceremony has an opening, either song, either either someone is a spokesman. Every football game has an opening, a national anthem, you know, the, phone, the, the coin toss. What will open up the Pandora's box? The article that I read earlier about um, the, uh, <clears throat> the the Rockefeller Foundation talking about a um, uh, they actually give the what's going to happen somewhat, but see, and they believe in the order of out of chaos. The globalists, the Rockefellers, the Rockchilds. The, the Illuminati, the secret societies, the, the round tables, the the, wrong, the the you know the Council of Thirteen. I just made that one up, but <laughs> I mean it's just the Committee of Thirteen. I think it is um, the Club of Rome. Um, the, the, I mean there are many committees that that are under the top people now. The Bilderbergers, I don't know where they fit in yet. But I, I'm starting to think that they they are a sounding brass rather than so they they sound brass off of these other committees and they're the head ones though they wanted the head committees but they're sounding brass they let they let the other committees know what's going on and they just found a way to enhance the communication kind of public pub not public they they in, in their circles make it public. Not in the not in the world public, but in their circles, make it public. Because they and they they found another way to get people, um, get some of the corporate people more involved in the in the globalist agenda. But it's a powerful structure. The Bilderbergers is a powerful structure. We are in the days that God talked about. We are in the days that Jesus talked about. Now, I want to talk to y'all about preacher, post-chair, mid-trip. Right quick. Well, I want to point out something. <clears throat> the Bible talks about... Uh, I mean, look, in Matthew 24, that the, it would be just in the days of Noah, and men were eating and drinking and giving in marriage. And also Luke, I think it was Luke 17, 18. Oh, here, yeah. Um. I gotta plug up my computer. My computer's battery's going down. I gotta. I think my cord is messed up. Okay. I mean, I, I hope that works. 
Unless that's not the original core for the computer. But anyway, I'm in the garage, and it's kind of scary, so um, hopefully I don't have to end this show because this cord is not plugging up. But I... That's weird. See, I got the plug, but if y'all mostly I got a lot, anybody got a laptop out there, y'all know that. I mean, I'm starting to think this is not even the original cord for this thing. Our time. Okay, so Matthew 18, I think it is, or 17, it talks about uh, Lot. And in Lot's time, they were doing business as usual. Now, if that's the case, and it said until Lot left the city, and it said until Noah went into the ark. Now, in Lot's time, when he left the city, they didn't get hit by a rock. It just started happening as they, you know, angels took him out of the city. Okay, so with that being said, prior to Lot's escape, Abraham had a series of, of rebuttals with the, angel, with the angel of the Lord, which was Jesus. And he said, there were 50 righteous people, would you destroy it? He says, no. 40, five. No. 40, no. And he went so forth and so forth until he got to 10. He says, no, I will not destroy it for the sake of the righteous. Now, how are we made righteous? Through the blood of the Lamb, through Jesus Christ. We're made righteous. <sighs> so, lot. Lot, they were eating, they were they were doing business as usual, partying. I mean, they were doing business as usual. Oh, man, I'm finna lose this computer, I think. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know if this thing is working. Hold on, let me, let me do something right quick. Hold on for standby, please. Continue to do the show over the phone if I lose it completely. I don't know what happened. I don't know if that plug is working or what, but 
I think I'm I'm losing this computer. I mean this this cord at least. The computer's brand new, practically. But the cord 